Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast that remembers and celebrates all things and everything classic TV. Today's episode, not too long, uh, but those of you who are fans of Sex and the City, those of you who have been following the reboot of the show, and just like that, in case you are not aware or in case you are, Word has it that Kim Cattrall, who portrayed the unforgettable Samantha Jones, has returned to Sex and the City. And of course, Kim Cattrall has been very outspoken, very vocal, both on social media and in interviews, that she wanted nothing to do with the character of Samantha or the entire Sex and the City franchise ever again. But some kind of way, for some reason, she changed her mind. Now, Samantha always been a favorite of ours you know, um, very unforgettable character, as I just said. But uh, now I must admit, I still have not watched the reboot as of yet. I've only seen clips. I've heard details about it from my sister, who she still watches it. She's behind. So she hasn't seen the Samantha episode um, as of yet. But it aired on yesterday, the 1st of June. It was the last episode of the season. And in case you didn't know, um, it's just a phone call where Samantha calls Carrie on the phone. Because as you know, um, or maybe you don't know, um, when they started the reboot, Samantha pretty much just dropped Carrie. Just kind of disappeared, kind of ghosted her. And, you know, uh, Carrie was very upset about it. She was venting about it to Charlotte and uh, Miranda. Um, but you know, of course in the reboot, it's just the three of them. And of course there's no Samantha. So I think it was a way to kind of tie up some loose ends. Uh, you know, why did Samantha ghost Carrie? Uh, what was it all about? Now, I'm just guessing I'm speculating. I don't know exactly what was discussed between the two characters in the phone call. I do know that, um, there were no interactions between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker or Kristen Davis or Cynthia Nixon. Uh, she did not t- make any, tape any scenes with them. She made no appearances with them whatsoever on set. This was something that she did, uh, you know, basically alone. So uh, they kind of, of course, you know, spliced it together, no doubt the phone call between Samantha and Carrie, but she did not interact with or see any of her former co-stars, nor the producer of the reboot. She um, is still keeping that distance. She always has said that she was never friends with any of her co-stars on the show. Uh, I think that, you know, myself included, my sister included. So, you know, we definitely been, we've been caught up in it too. I think almost every woman has wanted to have those sex and the city girlfriends in their life. Um, I think my sister has come closest to it that I have. I mean, I have had some really cool girlfriends down through the years as well, but, um, you know, you look at how close the four of them were in the original series, which ran from 1998 to 2004. That's something that you definitely, you know, you would like to have, you know, how close they were, how they shared everything, how they had fun together, how they would fight, they'd make up, you know, it it always just, it still remains a very compelling, um, you know, 
friendship, the friendships within that show have always been and still are very compelling to watch. One reason why people are so so excited about Kim Cattrall coming back, not only the popularity of of her character, but seeing how she and Carrie are going to interact now. You know, what what, what was the phone call about? What did they discuss? Are they friends again? Are they going to be, you know, kind of, you know, distant? is Is it over for good? Again, I don't know because I haven't, you know, seen the episode. My sister's not seen it either, so she doesn't have any feedback on it either. But, um... Yeah, you know, it's just something about the friendships that they shared that, like I said, makes you just want to have those kind of friendships in your own life. And I think we've all gone through that period of really wanting to have those really close friendships with other women, whether we have them genuinely or whether we're trying to force them or fabricate them, or maybe it's a little all of the above, Um, going out for brunch and going shopping going to the club, being in each other's lives and, you know, each other's, you know, weddings and it's the whole bit. So Sex in the City, definitely, I didn't watch the show when it was on originally. I missed it once again. Um, and this definitely has been a trend of mine in adulthood. I got into it late. I got into it after it was long off the air. I got into it when my sister and a girlfriend of hers invited me to go see the first movie back in 2008. And I really got hooked on it. I was going through a really bad, really, really bad breakup. And I was really struggling, struggling badly. And I began to watch the show because the show was coming on E every night, if I'm not mistaken. My sister has the entire series available on DVD. Uh, uh, she has the entire series on DVD. Yes, it is available on DVD. She got the version that has the little pink suitcase or pink purse. You know, she went all out when she purchased her DVD collection. But uh, I think that E is still bringing Sex in the City, if I recall. I don't have cable, as I said before, so I'm not positive. But the last time I was in L.A., we had cable at the hotel, and I did watch Sex in the City. So I think that E is still bringing it. But uh, that show was really a comfort, a source of comfort for me during a very difficult time. So I'm a big fan of the show and, uh, you know, it's fun to watch and it's, it is fun to try to emulate in real life. I must admit I've had my times of doing some of the stuff that they've done on the show with girlfriends of mine or with my own sister. As a matter of fact, we've done a lot of those things that they did on the show. Um, and you know, that, you know, is something that we, the two of us have done down through the years. So it is fun to try to emulate that, uh, chemistry and the relationships that they all had on the show within the series. But as for Kim Cattrall, um, you know, not going to really go off into all of the issues that she's had with mainly Sarah Jessica, Par- Sarah Jessica Parker. The two, of course, such good friends on screen and the relationship behind the screen was nothing behind the scenes was nothing like that at all. I mean, you know, all you have to do is go to Google and you can pull it all up. It's very easy to do to go and Google everything about Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker and Sex and the City and find out exactly how they did not get along very well. Um, Kim Cattrall has said that Sarah Jessica Parker was not nice, was not a nice person, and she could have been nicer. And uh, But if you really want to look into it with more detail... Again, it's very easy to do because um, there's a lot out there about it. It's a lot about the whole situation on the internet. It's unfortunate, though. Unfortunate that these ladies, like I said, um, 
you know, that there have been issues behind the scenes. Uh, it's unfortunate that Kim Cattrall did refuse to be a part of the reboot and that she and Sarah Jessica Parker have had such issues. I don't think, and again, she was not friends with Cynthia Nixon or Kristen Davis either. So she was just there to just do her job, basically. Basically do her job and get paid and go home for the most part. But um, we are looking forward to seeing that episode when Samantha reconnects with Carrie. Finding out exactly, you know, how it all plays out and well, what, what's going to happen going forward. Because um don't know if the series has been picked up, the reboot for a third season or not. Probably will be because it is pretty popular. A lot of people have criticized it. The very first episode of this podcast was about that reboot and all the criticisms that it has faced. Now, I don't know if season two was better than season one. Season one was really, really hit hard with a lot of criticisms. Lots of YouTube videos and lots of articles and blogs, um, podcast episodes, criticizing the reboot. Um, Season two, again, don't know how exactly that all played out. But uh, so has it been renewed for a third season? Again, we don't know. Uh, definitely, you know, word will get out within the next few weeks, uh, whether it's going to be picked up for a third season. But, um, yeah, you can't but wonder, well, what's going to happen now? What's going to happen going forward for the character of Samantha Jones? Well, Samantha, definitely, like I said, I mean, she really was a big part of that show. All four of the actresses were a big part of the show. But Samantha was just something extra special. You know, she was gutsy. She was beautiful. She was the oldest of the four, and that's the case in real life as well. I remember Kim Cattrall being, seeing her on The Incredible Hulk, Charlie's Angels, Family. I remember seeing her all over episodic television back in the 70s. Um, but uh, she was always the type to not let age define her. She did was the one who was not the least likely to marry and have kids. And she made the fact that you can be a woman, be successful, be independent, be beautiful, have a career, have it all together. And you do not necessarily have to have a husband or kids to be complete. Not to put down the husbands and kids. Not at all. That's a great thing. My sister's married. So, I mean, I'm not knocking any of that. But um, it was a very good depiction for a lot of women out there who, for whatever reason or reasons, uh, don't have husbands, don't have kids, and never will, um, to really show that you can still enjoy your life. You can enjoy who you are as a woman and as a person, and you can enjoy the other areas and facets of your life and still live life to the fullest as a single woman, as uh, a woman who is not a mother. So I think a lot of people resonated with Samantha a lot for that reason. And that's why when word got out that she had come back to the reboot, I mean, there was jubilation amongst Sex and the City fans. Jubilation, excitement. We were excited too, of course. I mean, my sister texted me the information and <laughs> told me about it not too long ago. Um, so yeah, and of course, you know, I was like, you know, what? You know, so yeah. But uh, we really can't help but wonder where is this going to go? How is it all going to play out, you know, going forward? But 
Wanted to just do a very brief episode about the return of Samantha Jones. Um, as for, like I said, Kim Cattrall, is she ever going to work with her former co-stars again? Or That remains to be seen. A lot remains to be seen. Uh, that phone call, what exactly happened on it between Carrie and Samantha, again, oh. remains to be seen for, well, for us. And I'm sure for a lot of other people as well. But uh, the story continues, no doubt. The saga goes on with the Sex and the City ladies. Again, we'll see if season, uh, if there'll be a season three. And we'll see what's going to happen if there is a season three. Will we see Samantha Jones again? Any more phone calls or maybe a visit? You know, um, we'll see. But wanted to put that out there because, you know, we're fans of the show, as I said. And a lot of you are as well has a very, very huge, loyal following. And so, yeah, we went to do a very brief episode about the return of Kim Cattrall as the beloved and unforgettable Samantha Jones. So that's going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters in a TV as we had to come on and mention about the return of Samantha to the Sex and the City fold, although it was very briefly just via cameo. A return is still a return. So again, we'll see what happens going forward, and we can't wait to see how it all plays out. We'll have another episode next week. That episode is something that I think that uh, we think that you'll enjoy. Uh, We hope that you will. By all means, if you have the time, go and hit that follow button over on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. So you can be in tune and in touch with all of our episodes going forward. And we'd love for you to give our podcast a review over on Apple Podcasts. We have had some marvelous reviews over there. And, you know, thank you all for the time and for taking the time to, you know, do those reviews, write them, post them. Because thanks to those reviews, we have a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you on the next episode.